Have a cup of tea. 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 Hello. Hello, everybody, Hello. and welcome, welcome to season two. Season? Are we starting season two? Yeah, we're starting right, season, season two. two. Episode one. Of Sugary Brew, a yeah. podcast in which we sample tea, we talk about film, music, TV, TV, our lives, lost your pets. lives, lost pets. Mm. There was, at the end of season one, we lost a character in the plot. <laughs> we did. But we're now starting season two. With yes. A, with a... With Wait, a new... Go on, finish our sentence then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I should have really thought about what I was going to say yeah. before I said it. With a new vigour. Vim. And vigour. I always think of you that Vim cleaning or, powder. Are you vigour? I think, I think, I think I'm more vigorous than you are. Yeah, I'm pro- probably more viminous than you viminous. are. Viminous. <laughs> You're more vimmy. What is Vim? Um, Vim is, you know, <laughs> I was Spunk. Vim is, you know, Hello. spunk. Well, literally. <laughs> yeah. And then they, they dry it out, put it Ew. in the powder. No, and then no, no, no. The We're starting season two. Super, <laughs> super blue. And then Vim is, you know, full of spunk. It's, it's not uh, Vim and Vigor, not like the similes. Synonyms. I think they're near synonyms. 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 Cinnamon. What, linguists? Right, Come you, here. yeah, you tell us. Someone yeah. leave us a voicemail and tell us the difference between vim and vigor. Yeah, if there is I any. Think vim is like perkiness, like like. You yeah, know, I'm perkier ping. than you are. Yeah, and yeah. I'm more vigorous than yeah, you are. Yeah, I reckon that's probably true. So anyway, welcome back. <laughs> welcome back. Now well, that was a season one thing. Maybe we should try and it's think of a new just season, become two a season two thing. Season two thing, isn't it? Um. I want a proper clapper board. Clacker board. <laughs> but we can have a clacker gourd. Okay. <laughs> we'll get a gourd, we'll empty it, cut it in half, and we can. And it will sound a paint bit it, like. It will paint sound it like a clack with like, the little white. It will sound bits. like the Monty Python coconut horse. Yeah, man. Um, so, anyway, glad we got all that out of the way in under three minutes. Should we get Come the Come join on? us next week. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, this is going to be the first full length. Well, actually, I mean, two, well, I think two episodes ago was full length, but it wasn't the I've usual had, format. It was quite sombre. It was sombre. It was samba sombre. It was sombre. 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 <laughs> is that a French word? Um, I don't know. Zoe. Our linguist not is your daughter. Sam, no, not my daughter. She's she not that smart. Oh, Danny, Yet. it's been a hell of an afternoon, mate. Oh. So, I got, I I got, I got no, I didn't. Oh, I, right, didn't go on, I got cross with Zoe. Oh, for the first time. For the first time ever. Well, let's 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 set the scene. You have your new house. I have my new house. It's beautiful, and it's got. It's, it's beautiful. We love it's it. It's got love brand it. new we're carpets, in, and there's mud everywhere because <laughs> we're cur- currently. <laughs> Oh, mud I mean, all over the outside. It, uh, well, yes, it's just yeah. the, the, it's, you'll, yeah. you'll see. It on, hasn't on really. Sunday. It hasn't come to. to no, so we, the entire building process, the the front grassy area stayed relatively good because it had been summer and they rained. And then over the last kind of six weeks, mm. two months, um, it's rained pretty much solidly, and with the big trucks coming in, it's just churned up. That mm. front. so, um, Martin, my father-in-law. Um, churned up deliberately the front area with a churner tractor. He's on the words. He tells me, yeah. oh, I'm going to run the thing over it. And I'm like, all right, cool, mate. And then <laughs> okay. so and I watch him go, oh, poppers on a tractor. It's brilliant, isn't it? Track wave. Yeah. Um, so it just looks like the Somme at the moment. Sombre. <laughs> It's a sombre sight. <laughs> it is a sombre sight. Yeah. Should, should have been a couple of weeks ago. Um, so today, Zoe woke up from her nap a little bit. A little bit. Earlier than you did. Earlier than I did. <laughs> went outside. Yeah. No. No, oh, okay, Danny. Okay, okay. No. Sorry. Serious. Right. Um, she woke up in a bit of a grump. It's mm. not actually serious. Mm. Well, it is, but it's not. You don't have to do that face. Okay. It's scary. Right. <laughs> um, 
And then she had to have a nappy change before we went out, and she didn't want to change a nappy. It doesn't need changing, Daddy. It does need changing. Because you, know. you can anyway, smell it. So she decided to go for a walk in mud in her mm. gumboots. Mm-hmm. And then she ran past me and ran in the house with the gumboots on, mm. on our new carpet. And I was so cross because she, she knows she's not supposed to. But she stopped and, and she stopped and the door and look. looked at me and going, hey, I'm going to do this. And I'm like, don't do that, Zoe. And she did it anyway. You told her not to. I told her not to. And she, she um, mm. so I, I um, ran in after her, picked her up. Firmly, but you know, kindly, kindly, <laughs> and took her boots off and threw her boots out the door. Firmly, but kindly. For then, that was just firmly. That, that was just firmly. <laughs> um, right into the mud. And then she was crying at that point, so I w- marched her down to her room and put her firmly, but gently, but gently into her room and shut the door in her room and told gently. her gently shut the door. But firmly, <laughs> firmly, fuck. Um, and said, "Sorry, I'm gonna. You need some time out. I'm gonna." Da, da, da. And she's just screaming and I oh, just tears and then I opened the door and I felt guilty for shutting in a room. About 30 seconds later. 30 it felt seconds like later. an eternity. It felt like an eternity and snot everywhere and tears. Mm. And, oh my goodness, it's so... And then I felt guilty for feeling cross. I was genuinely cross with mm. her, right? Mm. It was muddy footprints all through the house. Brand new carpet. And then so, so and she wanted me to hold her Big Ted. Hold Big Ted, Daddy. Hold Big Ted, Daddy. I didn't want to hold Big Ted because that's, that's doing what she wanted and it's, I didn't want to, you know. Was that a peace offering though? No, do she does little role play things. I, I, in, in the moment, I didn't think, I, I'd forgotten that she does this as a mechanism. Um, in the moment, I thought she was just distracting, changing the situation mm. and I didn't want to, wanted to stay. You wanted, I wanted her to, stay. to be aware of her. So I was telling her why I was upset and cross and... Mm. You know, yeah. holding Big Ted was was an irrelevance. Mm. But then afterwards, after speaking to Janie on the phone, I realised that she likes to get Big Ted or Monkey and say, "Oh, Monkey, what happened?" And then, so she she gets me to talk through Big Ted to her about what happened, and then she tells Big uh, Ted. So you missed a what, learning. So I missed a total learning opportunity. Mm. Um, at which point she would have said, oh, daddy did a little or whatever. Hmm. And then when I did do that later after I realised, <laughs> I said, so, so, as speaking as monkey, so why, why are you so upset? And she said, daddy shut me in the room and went and did jobs. <laughs> and it fucking broke my heart. Because then I'm imagining her just in the room, imagining me buggering off to work for mm, hours on end. Mm, mm, mm. And oh, then you did I did a 30 good. second job. I did, which, I mean, <laughs> which is pretty good going for me. Yeah. Or you just stood <laughs> outside the door down after that. Like you know. fuming for 30 seconds. So. Yeah. Yeah. But she thought you were gone. She thought that. And to, I, did, to I, do explained, jobs. I explained to her why I was shutting her in. And, mm. so, so it was just all round and it just discombobulates you. And mm. didn't, I, I feel knocked for six by it all so i i think the the conclusion is like that you 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 react Just get the, dark carpet the room closing encounter thing was not a pre-planned no it was no no no. no. i mean but what what yeah, i mean yeah, is yeah, it yeah. was it was done in the spur of the moment and from what we were discussing before which because we we spoke about this before because you didn't want to talk about it necessarily but now you have I barely, um, I barely got through the door coming to your place without telling before without I shutting you. it firmly <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but um, not, not communicating fully what I was doing no but no, I think so, so, it's, so it's one of those things that you need to kind of like, I guess you and Janie need, need a strategy you need to, you've never had to have no. uh, you've never needed a strategy for dealing with a sudden like off telling yeah and off telling. telling off, telling, off telling, and off telling, is that a thing? Telling off. Telling off. Of uh, telling. Of telling. Sounds like a school inspection. I'll cut all that. No, don't go. That's gold. So, um, no, you're you, right. You so need, you, Zoe needs to know that. Well, she will never know the first time a, you will. No, no, she will, because we'll talk, talk to her. Sure. Right? Yeah, yeah, say, yeah. Next time you're a little 
toad, yeah. I'm going to put you, and it shouldn't be her room because her room's got to be a safe place. It should yeah. actually be the spare room or, or a naughty a corner. Dungeon. Go stand in the yeah. mud. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> my dad always used to say he was going to pin me up by my toenails in the coal shed. Did you I have a coal shed? Yeah, we did. <laughs> did you really? We did, but he would never have done it. And he no, wasn't, no, it, was, that, it mean, was a totally, That makes it slightly it more was, frightening. No, I know, but it was totally a figure of speech. Right. He was saying it as if we didn't have a coal shed, mm. but we did have a coal shed, right? Right. That makes no sense. So yeah, we need to, we need to establish the reason and the parameters of the quote-unquote punishment yeah. before... Before they're required. Yeah, exactly. So that you cannot do it in a pan- in an angry so panic. So now and, and, just, yeah. and that she then knows that I'm not just shutting the door and abandoning to her jobs. for hours. Going to do jobs. Which she must have thought. She must have thought, I mean, oh, he's gone to the In the, the next car. few years, you probably will start doing that. Not shutting, I mean, you know, yeah. she'll shut herself in there and you'll go off doing jobs. Yeah, and she'll be listening she'll be to emo music and, and mm, probably, you know, nah, she'll Brian be emo. music, she better. Brian, I love Brian Eno. I watched a, a no, I listened to an interview with Brian Eno. He's an amazing enough. man. Hey? He's, he's a very interesting interview. I'll link to it in the description below, which we will, because it's season two, we're going to actually do show notes. Do you mean that I'm going to actually do show notes? Well, one of us is going to do gonna show be, notes. It's going to be um, Brian, you know that. Probably. Um, hey, Dan, should we have a cup of tea? Okay, let's have a cup of tea. We'll be back after this. We'll be back in season two, episode one, part two. Chapter two of episode, episode one of season chapter, two. Yeah. After this. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome, Welcome back. back to season two, season episode, two one, episode part one, two. part two. We've just <laughs> poured the hot water into... What I first of all, we poured the hot water, the cold water, into the jug. Then we pressed the on switch of the jug, and then a little while no, later, no, I didn't actually jug... reboil the jug. Didn't you? I, I don't think it needs. Oh, oh Anna's just put a little hat on it. Is it? Keep it hot. Right, you're stomping. <laughs> um, oat straw tea. Anna, are you guys all right? <laughs> We're good. I don't know. Yeah, you do. Um, so, <coughs> there's no information on this bag whatsoever. Why don't we get a guest appearance from Anna who can tell us about oat straw tea and why we should be drinking it. Anna? Here she comes. Does it help stomping. with, does it help with your vim and your vigour? Right, here we go. Ask Siri. Ask Siri? Yeah, don't ask me. Say, hey Siri. Hey Siri. I, I don't know if Siri works while I'm recording the podcast. Hey, everyone's everyone's oh, hold on. everyone's Siri's gonna start dibbling. Hey Siri, tell tell us about oat straw tea. Okay, I found this on the web for tell it tell us about oat straw. <laughs> All right, <laughs> she's taking a mickey out of my stutter. How dare you? <laughs> Anna, you you have to talk. Yeah, yeah, no, no, don't you just read the thing. Look, look. No, why don't you, you tell don't us what you know? Me. Tell us. Yeah, I know. Welcome to episode ep- one of season two, <laughs> in which Chapter Danny two. and Anna fall out. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing keeping we'll, them we'll, together we'll was make, their dog. We'll make it. We'll make up again on episode, season three where we get a new dog. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Maybe. You getting a new dog? Well, maybe in It's made of ten- the straw from the oat. <laughs> That's why it's called oat straw. Guys. Can I draw your attention to the fact that this tea is a bale of hay? <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking this is fucking hamster oh, wow. bedding. It, it does look and smell like hamster bedding. Hold on, which it is hamster bedding. <laughs> what are you doing to me, man? It comes from the unripened avena sativa plant. That's like marijuana. No, no, like which is commonly uh, grown in northern Europe and North America. It's so, I just Anna to read this <laughs> bit of description really badly. You should. Why don't you read the Spanish it's version? It's believed to offer numerous health benefits, such as reduce inflammation and improve brain function and mood. Just what ah. you need, you see? Yeah, because I'm a miserable. Yeah, yeah, you miserable thicky. <laughs> <laughs> Right. That's it. Okay. Well, I don't know about so, anyone else, but I think the season two is going bloody brilliantly. <laughs> brilliant. Right. We've learned a lot of production so, list issues from season one. It's common oat. Common oat. Come on oat. It looks. Come on oat. 
It looks like oats. It tastes like oats. It's guinea pig bedding. I think Gina would approve. If there are any little black pellets all in it's there, missing, I'll be livid. All it's missing is a couple of guinea pigs inside. I don't know why you couldn't have two guinea pigs in this place, that's well, all. Well, it's what you have for no, breakfast, but the Alright, so I like the fact that, had you had it before you bought that industrial sized bag of it? Yeah, she has had it. Right. She got, when, <laughs> she did, you, when decide, did you first try it, Anna? You, you got it at, at that um, retreat thing. Expires in 2024, so you got oh, it. Now she's, now in season two, Anna reads all the irrelevant <laughs> information on the packet. May I serve it? Please do. Now that I have boring. better brain function than you after Yeah, because you've had you, yours. You had better brain function than us to begin with, Anna. Let's not be silly here. I'm trying to get the mic close to the cup as so, she pours, but she's so, such a good pourer. Guinea pig bedding was, tea. Cheers. Cheers. Here's to season two. Here's to season two. And this tea may need more seasoning. It smells like hot water. <laughs> that was a good slurp, Dan. Mm. So it was a season two slurp. Yeah. You perfected it. Are you going to spit it out? No. <laughs> Tastes like hot water. Yeah, which is nice, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> season two, shit. <laughs> season two is lacking in flavour. Next week, we're going to have... <laughs> it's pretty mild. Maybe we didn't leave... Like, let's... let's... Should we stew it? Let's let it stew a little bit longer. Yeah. We could have been having... Uh, it's like... Last week, dear listener, we oh, advertised yeah. the presence of Tim Chai Guy Chai. Chai. Chai Guy! That was going to happen yesterday. Danny got stuck in Christchurch so, due to the Antarctic blast that's hit. Yeah, Lewis, Lewis Pass, which is the pass, the mountain pass between Christchurch and the north of the South Island, is mountainous. And where there are mountains and snow, there are clo closed roads. And that's what happened. <laughs> That was a really badly told story, wasn't it? <laughs> it was, Basically, it I was couldn't drive home. It was almost encapsulated in the Lewis Pass was closed. Lewis Pass. Sentence. Louis Pass. Louis, Louis, Louis Pass. Who's Louis? Um, so next week, we're going to have the, the special Chai Guy episode. I think you have to embrace the subtlety of the taste. It's I'm, not just warm I'm water. anything but subtle. It tastes a lot like warm water, but... It does taste a lot like... I, I had there has a, 20 there is a years flavor of smoking to it. as well, remember? There is a flavour to it. Do you not detect the flavour at all? It's very pleasant. Do you detect any increased brain function? Yeah. Ask me a question. <laughs> you I haven't drunk enough yet. <laughs> um, no, that's, that's very, very nice. I'd like, I'd like to try a second cup. That's more slightly stewed. Slightly more stewed. Yeah, well, it's sitting under a... What looks like a woolly hat. It, because it is a woolly hat. It is hat. literally a woolly hat. Indeed. So I, um, I, I reserve judgment, but, but we'll thoroughly, thoroughly it's not, I mean, it's, it's not unpleasant. I've had worse. I'm drinking a bale of hay. At the end of season one, we drank sage. We did. <laughs> and it was the most horrible experience, possibly, of the last... <laughs> nobody's, nobody's entered the giveaway for that, incidentally. Oh, yeah. I think that'll do about do it for the for the bale of hay tea. Let's let's talk about a book we've read in part three. Okay, we'll be back. We will be after in this series two, episode one, part three. Welcome back. Welcome back. Were you not recording that bit? What bit? The bit where I was saying stuff. I stopped and then you clapped and then I started again. We got the rest that of it. That was a brilliant clap, mate. It was. I'm sorry <laughs> I missed your clap. Lost to posterity. Posterity? Posteriors. Prostate? <laughs> ah! Um, so, have you been listening? I have been listening. Oh, how far did you get? So, um, let's, I got as let's far as I could. It oh, really? You gave yeah. up on it? No, I... No, right, so... Uh, let's I, start I'm, at the beginning. So, Anna read um, David Attenborough's book... A life on our planet. She suggested that we listen to the audiobook version, which we got from Audible on our drive down. Because the drive down from here to Christchurch is about five and a half hours long. So we would be doing that journey twice. So we thought, why not listen to an audiobook? We didn't manage, we haven't actually finished it yet. It's 
It's only about six hours, but obviously we were taking breaks and Anna was pausing it for a little chat after each chapter. Which, you which should have recorded fun. that. That would have been gold. Yeah, I told her, but she was like, no, we can't record while we're driving, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you can. She didn't sound like that. <laughs> but she didn't want to record while we so were driving. Tell us, tell us, can, um, so tell I, us, I, I, a life on our planet, David Attenborough, is, is him recounting the story of his life. Hmm. Um, and to me, it was, it was like the greatest hits of, of his life. Very, the first few very, chapters are that very yeah. familiar, well-trodden ground that he has been told and retold by him in other books. I think it's cut and pasted, basically. I haven't read any of other books. Fossils and then starting out Zoo Quest on BBC and then becoming the the the, the, the controller of BBC Two and then starting doing Life on Earth and Trials of Life. I didn't know any of that stuff. Did you not? No. That might be why it was a bit boring to me and not quite so boring to you. Yeah. But so the thing is that 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 part of it is only really the first few chapters. After that, I mean, it like part one, I suppose. Yeah, it's not, it goes through it's, the it's, chapters. It's How far did you hours. get? It's two and a half hours, and that's where you stopped. No, no, I know I carried on, but okay. but that that first part, I well, felt like I, I was being lectured. I, I I I really thought that it was an privileged old white guy. I'm the only person in the world apparently who doesn't like David Attenborough. Yeah, clearly, and I I think. It was him telling us how amazing he's been, the amazing places he's been that we can't go to because they're not there anymore, and we can't go to because we're wrong to go there. I, and I, I don't thought, think I thought it... it was. I, I just I thought. Oh, oh dear. Yeah. No. Wow. I, I was. I was like, shut up. Stop <laughs> wagging your finger at me, David Attenborough. I didn't feel like he was wagging his finger. So, whenever I've watched any like. BBC David Attenborough yeah. documentaries. I always find myself nodding off, <laughs> and it's not like his voice is so gentle, and there's a sweeping yeah. strings, and yeah. you know you, the beauty of nature just bores me to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> I'll play on a computer. <laughs> um, no, but I thought because I was I was a captive audience, and I'd never really heard those stories before, yeah. and I think like there there were a few like particular things that made me think about stuff you know he was talking about waiting for the the first images from the spacecraft that yeah, 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 well yeah. from the first flight in space which really sort of captured my imagination of, of like kind of imagining what it must be like to have been there at the not 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 from his perspective like i'm not like putting him up on this i mean he was he, he no i don't I think he deserves it, to be honest. I mean, to, to, it, the, he, he, although at least the way he tells it. I mean, it, it did make me think, and I, it didn't, I didn't feel like he was gloating, but it, it made me realise how, how much of an influence he has made and an impact he has made on the world, really. Like, to, yeah. to, to, drive, un, un... to drive, like, nature programming... Had he not been there at that time, in that position, who knows if anyone else would have done that. He's been doing it for 90-something years now. Yeah, I, I think, I think um, it's really important to, to... He has become an increasingly ephemeral figure in the making of these documentaries, right? Mm. I think he was pretty hands-on for Life on Earth and the Trials of Life. Um, but... Blue Planet and and the yeah, more he, he was ones. just like a voiceover. Yeah, but I don't think he even wrote the script, mm. right? And and so the the BBC's Natural History Department, I suspect there's which he probably of... flagshipped though, like with yeah, his, yeah, with yeah. his work and his yeah, projects yeah, yeah, and yeah. his his campaigning Absolutely. at the beginning. Absolutely, and that's that's the thing. Like he made all that happen. Whether he actually wrote those programs, ongoing or not, he he the was there ones, at I, the I, beginning. I remember being. I think it must have been um, Trials of Life. The, do you remember the um, polar bears scene, the polar bear cubs slipping down? The, you, you'd fallen asleep by that point. Probably, yeah. Asleep. If it wasn't in I the first 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> at my, my grandma's in Cornwall watching that, and it completely captivating. It was, it was mm. um, I think, like Mayor of Easttown has, has really captured the zeitgeist at the moment. Mm. Um, Trials of Life and 
um, um, Life on Earth were, were very much, and, and subsequent series have been too. Mm. I mean, it's, it's epoch, uh, just it, wonderful, wonderful filmmaking, mm. um, of which he'll tell you. But the point I was making was more really actually to, to, to think about we were born in a time where images of planet Earth yeah. were abundant. And only one generation before, yeah. no one had ever seen that before. Yeah. And that really sort of like made me sort of like think a lot, you know? Yeah. And, and even like with, with the, the advent of the internet versus people born today who have the internet as an, you know, it's the same as that picture of Earth. It's yeah. like, to us, it's like, oh yeah, there's Earth. Or, or to them, it's like, oh yeah, internet was like, what yeah. was before internet? Absolutely. That, the, and and it, it like the way he tells the story just made me recapture the what must have been the magic of of seeing Earth for the first time. And he's he's a great storyteller. I know you you think that he's a pompous no, 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 old I mean, white git by the sound of it, but he's he's a great storyteller and he's quite captivating. And yeah. he he does tell like in, some interesting stories that I hadn't heard before. Yeah. And you you probably. I, I I thought of it like if you if you um, well first of all I'm I'm, I'm really pleased that mm. you you got more out of it than I did and, mm. and maybe it speaks to me being slightly more cynical mm. in certain ways um, and that part was incredible basically mm. the, the 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 first photographs of, of Earth and how technically how it came about was interesting I, I didn't know that part um, can I say something yeah yeah. We haven't got to the point yet. <laughs> Hang on, let me get let me get a mic. For Anna, Anna. Anna's got something to say no, about I this. I have something to say. I think that book is not about David. No, no, we're still on chapter one. We, we haven't got oh. past the introduction. Okay. We haven't. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, we'll get there. But you're welcome to sit down and join us and tell us your thoughts about it as well, if you'd like. Well, I yeah, was yeah, yeah. That's right. You before you got to it. We were still talking about him introducing his history, but okay. then. The point of the book... Because it starts by telling the history of that town in Chernobyl. Yes. And the whole book is like a comparison to what happened there, to what's happening to us. Yeah. Which yeah. I thought it was really beautiful the to contrast, start with a yeah. story like that. And to say what happened there is what's happening to us on, on a this bigger planet. Yeah. Humans, but then he's just given a little story about himself. But... To me, that was a minute, minute That's an introduction. portion of yeah. the whole book. Yeah. It's true. And what I liked about it is that in his lifetime, he's seen those changes. So he's the perfect person to tell us, I have been proud enough to see all yeah. this beauty. And now as I'm approaching my, de my death, mm. I can see that that is all disappearing. So yeah. to me, that even if whatever he might or might not be, He's a perfect witness yeah. of what's happening and in his life. He, call, he calls it a witness mm. statement as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. The, the, that uh, was beautifully put, Anna, absolutely. There's actually quite a concise history of hum humanity that doesn't go into too much detail about the minutiae of, of technology, but, but explains how agriculture came about through like the settlement of the seasons and all that sort of stuff. Things that people don't necessarily know or think about and stuff. I didn't really think, like I didn't imagine that there wasn't like stable seasons at mm. one point, you know? And you've got something to say. I think the answer isn't to become hunter-gatherers again. I think the answer is, is, is to find another way is to, to do yeah, what well, we do more sustainably to, how to, far to did not... you get in the in the book i'm almost to the end okay and he does he i know I, I, yeah he so he, the thing is part two he outlines all the things that are likely to happen if we don't yeah. change our ways i find some of the things like the um southeast asian um palm oil growing which is is awful and hideous but it's it's again it's more complicated you know i i i've spent time in um with people that work on palm oil plantations and you know it, it's I, I i get a little uncomfortable with people from 
like America, England, Privilege. who have wiped out all of our forests centuries mm. ago, saying to other people, you can't, I, I, they, they shouldn't, no one should, no one, not a single extra tree should be wiped out. <coughs> but, you know, I, I stayed with a guy who hadn't been to see his family for like a couple of years and who was struggling to literally, he had to work on, he didn't agree with palm oil. He was, had to, it was the only way of making mm. enough money to, to get his daughter into a school. But I think the point is not so much to, to like slap him on the wrist and tell him it. I mean, I think the whole point is that most of that production is to benefit us, more privileged people. It's, it's like we, we, we're so, so, forcing so, so, that. So it's not as simple as just stopping it and... Right, no. you, you have to... You have, there, there are... Hundred, like the, the statistics on the Mekong Delta, there are hundreds of millions of people that live working on these places. Mm. Um, so I, what I, I think... Sort of the, the micro and the macro level, I think we need to all make changes in how we live our lives. Well, but, I don't but, know no, if it's no, enough exactly, for us. Exactly, exactly. So, but the, what I think is really important mm. is, is not for, for, I think, in hand in hand with that, is for governments to change. Is for, and yeah, I but, don't think that's but, as simple as, as Jacinda Ardern doing something in New Zealand. I think it's, as a global community, helping third world countries, developing world countries, to, to make, quote unquote, the right decisions without mm. leaving their economies and their people without, you know, a future. Sure. But, I mean, you know, we're not, we're not going to solve all the world's problems in this. Like, I know in se- se- season, season two. two. In, maybe not in season two. Possibly in season two. <laughs> so anyway, in part three of David Attenborough's book, he does lay out a lot of possible positive things that could happen relatively quickly. Like, I mean, what's happening in the, in the oceans with overfishing... And how that can be combated if it wasn't for vested interests, really, is like that's the biggest problem with with a capitalist like framework for the planet. The the people who profit from running these huge machines aren't going to want to stop them or change them unless there's a reason to like so again that comes back to governments give, yeah. putting taxes on things yeah. and making Which, stuff expensive and, and, you know changes are happening there are things happening not quickly enough i grant you and it's a start i wanted to to um i wanted to talk about the book that i mentioned the other week rag and bone mm. which i i thought was a i think as a piece of literature i thought it was it was much better um, and I was much more profoundly moved by the piece than I was by Life on Our Planet. Um, but I it's thought, fiction, it, right? No, 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 no oh, not, not at all. It's, it's, oh. it's history. Right. Um, um, and I was, I was shocked by, and like the first, it's only 200 pages, or the first 150 pages is, is um, almost scene setting and tells you the story. And I thought the the last fifty pages was a tour de force of of like the fuck I need to <laughs> and then somebody held a sign out and got yeah, in front yeah, of them yeah, all fell over and, and that made me think I have to do something about my personal habits right. of of how I live mm. because this is unsustainable um, and that, and that's why art music books whether they're fiction or non-fiction, but like all that stuff, like everyone, everything speaks to different people in different ways. And I think like it's important to have different representations. I was thinking about this and about what to talk about. I I thought Life on Our Planet was like a a greatest hits album, right? Mm. Where it's, it's bang, bang, it's hit, hit, hit. And there's, there's, there's very little um, change in tempo. There's very little nuance. Mm. Compared to a, 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 a an album release, which takes you on a more um, well-paced journey, mm. um, and I thought, for me personally, it would I was 
uh, Rag and Bone, which I felt was a really well constructed. And it was a polemic in the same way that Life on Our Planet's a polemic. Um, it left me more shocked and more um, moved. And I'd, I would, I'd recommend it to you guys very much. To, to, All right. To well, we'll we'll check that out. And um, I mean, and, uh, the, I mean, the, part part of the issue I think with with communicating climate crisis and and the changes that are about to happen is how you. It's like you you were kind of put off by the simplicity and and kind of what seemed like black and white explaining of what. David Attenborough's version of I didn't it, which think he gave me any credit for knowing anything. I think a lot of people don't know anything, though. Let's um, draw. Have you got? I want. I want you to to, to have the floor to say something. Oh, does I don't. I mean, I, I've basically. I, I I obviously found it less condescending than you did. I I I thought it was quite captivating while you're driving cross country. It's not the sort of thing that you would sit silently in a room and listen to. Anna was reading it as a book, and maybe that would be a better way to consume it if you're not driving. But <laughs> I, definitely I, I don't did, recommend reading and driving. No, but I do. I I did like it. It was it was a good driving thing to listen to and stop after every chapter. And and Anna and I discussed things. And my conclusion is, if you don't dislike David Attenborough and his... And, I didn't uh, know that I disliked David Attenborough. Until now. Until I, I didn't dislike... I, in that context, I disliked David Attenborough. Oh, God. I think saying dislike David Attenborough <laughs> means he automatically gets sent to hell You're going to get cancelled for I that. am, absolutely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, this has been brief for ages. Yeah. Let's just... Join us in part four. Hold on, hold on. Oh, man. No, you haven't done your conclusion. There's really not much tea left in here. Um, I, I no. don't have a oh. conclusion. I, I think I did do my conclusion. Yeah, I think we both did. Um, powerful stuff. And this tastes more like straw now. We than need it to did. change, and the government needs to help change. Yeah, I don't know. We don't know what the answer is. Maybe we will by the end of season two, but. As of now. I think if everyone drinks more uh, guinea oats, pig straw tea, straw. <laughs> then the world will be a better place. Maybe. See you in part four. We'll be back after this. Ah. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. Maybe we should do that. It's a little Next bit less aggressive. That's right, it. Yeah, it's fine. Bing. I feel like Frank Sinatra. But if you if you keep clicking, I'm not going to be able to sync it. Oh yeah. Although there's like nothing to the sync Bismarck. to because there's no there's no. Uh, <laughs> You're looking so pleased with your joke. It's like, I'm just waiting for it for to sink in. Um, Hang on, no. No, you're still not funny. <laughs> so, yeah, moving on. Let's talk about some telly that we've been watching over the last four weeks. And I, to... I, 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 I have something very important to say. Mm. Having said that, I just remembered the last 20 minutes of chat was about the climate crisis and what I'm about to say is about football so when I say I have something very important to say what I mean is I have something incredibly <laughs> trivial to say yeah we're recording this on Thursday night ahead of um England's quarterfinal match in Euro 2020 I think England England are going to win Euro 2020 there said it put it out there I feel I don't think it I feel very confident that England are going to win okay you can play that back to me when we get knocked out on penalties. Will that happen before next week? Yep. Who is England playing against? Sweden. Sweden. Right, oh. Well, so that's what I've been, I've been watching Euro 2020. That's your footy prediction. I've been watching sport. I haven't been watching sport. I didn't. I, I mean, other than some passing comments by people about some sport happening, I didn't even. I wasn't even aware of it. But anyway, good luck, England. <laughs> you thrust his fist in the air. I did. Uh, what have you been watching, what Dan? What have we been watching? Uh, well, w working chronologically backwards from today. Yesterday, we watched um, 
A Quiet Place Part Two. Brilliant. Have I've seen not it? seen. No, I loved A Quiet Place Part One, mm. which then was just called A Quiet Place. Yes, but since then there's a Part Two. Uh huh. It's got Killian Murphy in it. It was good. It was good. It had some jump scares. It had some really fine editing of like some sort of different scenes all happening at the same time without spoiling too much. Um, How does it stack up to part one? Um, Which I thought was a masterpiece. I thought part one. Yeah, was, it was. It was, was really good. It was. It was less of a surprise than part one yeah. because part one came out of nowhere. Oh, I just remembered the nail on the stairs. <laughs> Carry on. Yeah, so um, part two kind of continues where part one left off, right. basically. A- apart from a brief day one scene that introduces Killian Murphy's character. Right. But then he he is featured quite heavily in, in the rest of the movie. Um, yeah, it was good. It's got jump scares. And... Did it do the same thing with silence that the first one did I remember being in the cinema and, and just the, the the silence was almost audible mm. you know especially with, with having it wasn't a packed auditorium apart from the, the, the crunching of popcorn well there wasn't that's the entire point people <laughs> right. people you know would, would, would had they it, would pause it, uh, you know, yeah, word, it would, which I thought was brilliant did part two do that same thing uh, yeah it, in in places it did and it, it is quite um, it does it's quite striking when it happens you know because you're just like Oh, what's all this? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's that's a quiet place. Part de. Part de. Um, I have some things that I've been watching and reading, but I, I'm not going to talk about now because we we we've, we've gone on. Some would say too long. Season two. But, season two is an hour two. and a half long yeah. per episode. Season two. Season is one live. was forty-five season minutes. Season two is just us talking. Yeah. In real time. Um, I was listening to a a a podcast talking about. The making of the Beatles' 1967 single "All You Need Is Love" on the way here. All you need is Louvre. All you need is Louvre windows. Um, and I, 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 I couldn't figure something out, which I'll, I'll want to ask you as a musician shortly. But to set the context, "All You Need Is Love" was recorded. Basic backing track was recorded in the studio, mm-hmm. and then part of a global satellite link up. The first of its kind in 1967. Um, recorded live in the studio, broadcast to the world, and that's the take, more or less. They went in and redid a couple of things hmm. that that went out as a single. But the drums were pre-recorded, mm-hmm. and Ringo mimed the drums mm-hmm. in the studio. How do you mime drums? Kids gonna make a thwacky thwack when you hit it, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, have you seen the footage? Yeah. Was he behind like Perspex? Like 1967. I mean, they, yeah, but they still would have had. No, he wasn't. Huh. Uh, Do they take the skin away? Because he can't. He can't be just not hitting the drum, right? He can't be. If everything else is directly mic'd, him miming wouldn't have mattered. Because I mean, so if if all so they just don't. So he's playing the drums. He's playing the he drums. He may well be playing the drums mic'd. with no mics. But then right. the, the, there would be bleed into other mics unless yeah. vocal mics are actually isolated in some way, which is possible. And yeah, everything- there's no isolate in, in in the studio. It's all everyone's in there. There's no there's isolation, right? In the well, footage for for that for that. So all I, I need to see it, but yeah. I think like all of the obviously the guitars and stuff will be directly like very closely mic'd, yeah. so that the, the drums aren't going to bleed into that. And same with the vocal, I guess, like, again, if, if the mics are very directional and they sing right into them, yeah. and there, there could be some kind of gate situation that when there is basically above a certain threshold, the voice carries through and then the rest is sort of silenced um, automatically. So, right. so, yeah, I mean, they, they could do it and he could just be... Not like does it does it look like he's thwacking them with vim and vigor yeah. or, or does it um, no it doesn't it doesn't it, 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 it he looks like he's being Ringo playing drums you know I Ringo playing drums mm. he's, he's pretty thwacky mm. even on a relatively quiet song right um, I mean who they they may well have muted stuff so it doesn't ring out like it even if they have the skins they could stick to them or stick stuff 
to them to stop them ringing out. Right. They could remove the spring from under the snare so that there's no... So it's just literally just like... Dunk, 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 sort yeah. of noise. Um, with a hi-hat, they could probably stick some padding inside that you don't see that would stop it ringing. Right. And, and same with... with um, it's not a particularly thwacky song, is it? Um, so, you know, there's, there's ways they could probably not visually mute things. So, so he would, so, be, he so would, would be... He would probably be playing... But it would be an adaptive kit. Yeah, I expect the kit would be muted in some way to try and minimise the extra bleeding. There you go. There you go. That's, that's, question that's answer. the question that I needed answered that has been answered. Um, so I'm also getting a, a battery warning on the iPad. So if this episode abruptly finishes, then we'll see you next week. Yeah. But um, so a couple of quick things that we watched and we won't, I, I won't talk about in too much detail. We watched um, Sweet Tooth on Netflix. And? It was all right. Right. Um, it was, I mean, I was aware of the comic years and years ago and I started reading it but never really finished it because it was ongoing at that point um, it's you know it's a nice feel good story it's quite well done um, it was all filmed in New Zealand which I wasn't aware of until we saw Marlon Williams do you know Marlon yeah, Williams? yeah 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 um, who's a, a very talented New Zealand musician who just by chance he probably won't remember me but the day of the earthquake I spent the entire day with him in Littleton. He, really? He's from Littleton and I was at Littleton during the earthquake, after which we all congregated at the school ground yeah. and I was sat with him. At that point, he wasn't like famous. I think obviously was a musician at that point, but he wasn't as, as huge as he is now. Mm. Um, so he, is, he stars as kind of a, a side, you know, a side character, but he, he features in a couple of episodes, but it wasn't until the, then that we started looking into it and we going, what's Marlon doing? <laughs> so then we oh, started nice. looking it up and, and saw that the whole thing was filmed in, in New Zealand, probably during lockdown, which is probably why it ended up being here. But it's really beautif beautifully filmed, nice story, pretty good, like some pretty dodgy looking CG in some places that mm. made me think of like, like maybe it's a puppet rather than like there was something you know, there's a, a little character that just looks like a puppet he may well be a puppet and then maybe it's cg another puppet he might have been a puppet <laughs> which which is a bit like oh, a bit gross it's quite weird but anyway um but yeah that was all right you can watch that i i approve of you watching that <laughs> dear listener um the other things we watched were the a long time ago, before we stopped making proper episodes, we watched The Kaminsky Method, season three, um, which is a Netflix series Michael with... Michael Douglas and... Michael Douglas and... That guy. That guy. From that film. Yeah, yeah. the granddad from... Um, from Little Miss Sunshine. We've talked about him in, we the, have. in a previous episode. Because I thought Whiplash actor was the same guy. Yeah, film. which totally isn't. It, Alan Arkin. So he, he doesn't directly star, although there's some flashbacks, and he, he very much, like, his presence is very much um, felt in the third season as, as a loss, and, and it deals with his kids and, and his, you know, his kids' claim of his estate and all that stuff. But it is a comedy, and it's, it's, it's really... We oh, also like. watched quite a good film, the Meyerowitz stories, uh, which Rings of again is on Netflix. I think I told you about it, but you probably didn't get around to watching it. It's got Dustin Hoffman in it, yes. and it's got those other two Jewish actors who are Seth Rogen. No, no, the the ones that basically look the same. And oh, I, Ben Stiller and and and, and, yeah, and the other Alan one. Arkin. No, <laughs> Alan Arkin. Um, 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 Oh, you had it last time I did this because I. Well, that's just some brainy tea, haven't I? Yeah, you had you got this. What was his name? Ben Ben Stiller and he was in all those films that I don't like particularly. Yeah, who was? Oh man, no, but who was in that? Adam Sandler. Yes, and who was in that? Um, that. Oh God! This is going off. This the rails. is great telly, isn't it? That um, jewel thing. Oh, forget about it. I'll just edit all this out. Yeah, that was that was Adam Sandler. That was a really good film. I, I have you seen from it? From everything I heard about it, I can't bring myself to watch it. Oh, it's horrible. Like exactly, it's super, that's all the it's super said. Tense. It's really intense. You're gonna it's be super intense, but it's a really good film. All right, I will. it's what's it called? I can't remember. Jules. 
Crown jewels. No, we'll have it. We'll we'll have the jewels. A gym. We'll we'll put it in the show notes. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. Anyway, like we're we're very unprepared for this like second hour of season two. <laughs> um, what else you've you've been watching, Vera? I've been watching a lot of Vera. Have you finished it yet? Nah, man, it's brilliant. Mm, um, never ends. I'm just trying to get the name of that film. So you keep talking. Ah, it's it's called. No, I'm looking at Uncut Gems. Okay, Uncut Gems. Uncut that's gems. it. That's so it. I've been watching. I've been watching a lot of Vera, which just gets better and better, and I think it's absolutely fantastic. Um, I've been watching. Well, I've been watching. I think we 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 won't go into necessarily today. I've been watching, rewatching the Beatles anthology series, which is wonderful. Watching that with Janie, really enjoying that. So, why do you make me not watch music stuff and make me watch cricket stuff when I'm much more interested in watching music stuff? Well, I think that's one of the things we decided for. We were going to we were going to introduce music minute, or music documentary watching um, instead of cricket minute, mm. which I, I concede defeat. You know, well, um, you know, we can try it for a we season. Enjoy it. Unless still, we get loads like of complaints it. or the numbers <laughs> drop below from, from five to from four. double figures to slightly lower double figures. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I've also been watching hi, the no, hi mum. <laughs> been watching the um, Netflix two-part Elvis documentary, which oh, yeah. I'm halfway through, which is superb. What what a um, his early years. What a, a, a beautiful human being! What a just photogenic, gorgeous specimen of humanity. Is it documentary-ish? Yeah. Okay. It's it's so documentary-ish. It's actually a documentary. It's a documentary, um, not not like. And the music a... was vital and, and world changing. Um, and we've just got I've just got into series episode two. Where he comes back from the uh, dead. being in the <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> he's he's not in series two he must have died yeah maybe um, it starts in nineteen seventy seven um, which we'll talk about more um, I, I I'd like you to watch it as well welcome back um, one one quick thing when we were in Christchurch we went to the art gallery and we saw a, a really great um, uh, exhibition by a Maori artist called Hotere not Ralph. Ralph. Yeah, Ralph. Yeah, amazing. Hot day. And um, and I really loved that. Yeah, no, it was a really, really fascinating exhibition. Um, and if you're in Christchurch anytime in the next month, because that's when it's gonna last, then uh, check it out. But I, I, I'll probably even, cut all that. If, if you're, no, 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 please <laughs> don't, please don't, the number please. of times I've said I'm gonna cut all that, we're at seventy-seven minutes. If now. you just cut all the bits where you say. I only cut all that. It goes down to seventy-six minutes. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, not, not, if, if you're not in Christchurch or if, if, if you if you like art in any way, then look up Ralph Hotere and 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 his his work is really really interesting. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, on that note. Okay. okay bye. bye. Have a cup of tea. Have a cup of tea. Have a cup of tea. See you.